0: Hi, my name is Elena. Welcome back to the Evolve podcast. Today, we are joined with Sarah Ann. Hi. Hi. Um, so, before we kind of get into a discussion about you and music, um, tell me a little bit like about yourself, where you're from, and kind of where you're at in life right now.
1: Um, well, I'm in Vermont, which is really unexpected. Yes. Um, but... Um, my name is Sarah Ann. I'm 23 years old. I am from Boca Raton, South Florida. For people that don't know, it's a little bit north of Miami. Um, and yeah, Florida girl born and raised, but I've been really enjoying experiencing the seasons. And the foliage. And yeah. I've never yeah. seen fall, so I'm super excited. Oh my gosh. I
0: cannot imagine.
1: <laughs> I'm very excited.
0: It's a rainbow. It's everywhere. It's beautiful. <laughs> so. Uh, how did music and songwriting really come into your life? I know a lot of young people who um, really love music and love songwriting have a vision from a young age. So what took you really from that vision that you had when you were younger to to now?
1: Um, so music has been in my life, honestly, since the beginning um, when I was about four. I used to my mom had a two step step stool and I used to bring it into the living room oh. and stand on the top step with a pen and I would sing Disney movies on repeat. Oh my all gosh, that's day. precious. So I loved to perform and then when I was about like 6, um, if we would be out at a restaurant, I would go up to tables and sing twinkle twinkle little star. Oh my gosh. And so my mom started to realize like I really liked singing and I liked singing for people from a very young age. So she put me into musical theater. And that kind of fed more of just my music life. And I actually wasn't allowed to listen to anything except Christian music until I was about 12. So I didn't know that there were other genres and yes. stuff out there. was very
0: sheltered. <laughs> I was called. similar to her, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, there's yeah. more options <laughs> <Exactly>. than Caleb.
1: <laughs> I remember I met this, yeah,
0: exactly, Caleb and
1: Crown. Crows. Yeah. <laughs> um, I met this girl when I was like 12, and she was like, you look like Taylor Swift. And I was like, who's that?
0: And oh she was my like gosh.
1: and she got her laptop out that I was not allowed to have without yeah. like a parent it. Yeah. <laughs> so she showed me Taylor Swift and Katy Perry and all these people and You're like I'm in love. My mom was like you can never <laughs> hang out with this girl again, but she's still like my best friend to this day. But um so yeah, it's been in my life from the beginning and songwriting I've always been a pretty good writer. In school I loved storytelling and I loved English class and I loved music and I loved making people feel things, which was what books do and songs mm-hmm. do. Yeah. So when I was about, I think I was 11 when I wrote my first song about a boy I had a crush on. Uh, don't <laughs> we all know? <laughs> oh, of course, the cliche. Yeah. But then from there, I just um, started writing more and more. And yeah, that's kind of how it came about. And so it was a just something that was a part of my life from a young age. But mm-hmm. as I got older, I started taking more seriously. And that's why I'm here now.
0: Did you find that you like enjoyed English just for the writing and for the the chance to experiment and be creative in a school setting? So. I
1: think so. Um I was also like really obsessed with being a straight A student. So,
0: yeah, that <laughs> I feel that 100%. <laughs> it was it
1: was kind of toxic perfectionism. Um, yeah, yeah, toxic
0: perfectionism. Exactly. <laughs>
1: like yes, it looked great on paper, but all of the tears and like yeah. the it was just yeah. I am um, your grades don't define you, Yeah, but um, yeah, I think that was part of it. Like math had all these formulas and there was always like a right way to get to the right answer. But with English, yeah. it was more about the art. It was more about like what you felt and your perspective and your story and the emotion you wanted to invoke. And there was a lot more freedom. And I think it just created a way for me to start connecting with people. Mm-hmm. And then since I was already so into music, it kind of just blend into one yeah
0: yeah absolutely that totally makes sense um yeah i was that way like in high school too like the art classes and all those things that really gave me an opportunity to like do my own spin on it i was Mm -hmm. like like of course because you know we're both like very perfectionistic in our nature um but yeah if it was like a math class or something else i'm like okay like i'll put 110 percent of my effort and still do well um but those classes that really let me kind of put my own voice into things. I was like, yes, like I love this. Um, that's where exactly. like most of my time went for sure. Yeah. So how has your music and your perspective of, you know, loving something that is creative, that you can have your, you know, your own style on it, how has that perspective changed as you have grown through like called experience, you know, different dating experiences or different relational experiences in life?
1: Um, I think The one thing that's really cool about it is music has always been a constant it's always been something that is mine Mm -hmm. and um at the end of the day people come and go but my music is always here and no one can take that away from me but with songwriting it has changed somewhat in the fact that every relational experience it gives me something to write about
0: songwriting will you know reflects those experiences that you have and the i'm sure the emotions and you know, feelings that you have in the moment, whether that's in a, you know, in a relationship or an experience that you have in life. So, I mean, I'm sure like any artist, like their content, their songwriting is going to change as they mature and experience different things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, as someone who like, I still like writing. I know I'm not as involved like in music, but for me, like my writing, you can see it change between, you know, um, couple years ago versus now. And so like that adaptation and that change, like I love seeing that in people too, and seeing people like learning different things, experiencing different things, and then seeing that evident in an artistic form, it's like, it's so cool. So uh, what would you consider your main source of inspiration? I know we talked about like, you know, your first like song that you wrote was like about a boy, um, (laughs) but like, what would you, what would you say now is that main source of inspiration?
1: Honestly, just, real life experiences there is nothing more inspiring than getting out there and experiencing things for yourself because when i was younger um like i said i started writing songs at like 11. i'd never fallen in love i had never kissed anybody i'd never had a heartbreak like i didn't know what it was like to connect to someone like that and that Mm -hmm. you know and be hurt and be shattered and um and so I used to write um, about my cousin's breakups and my Ooh. friend's breakups. Like I had older <laughs> cousins that would like, you know, I'd be sitting there and they'd be talking about the boy that they were supposed to go out with and they, he never called. And so I have like probably 10 songs about my cousin's relationship. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> but you would never know because yeah. I, that's the incredible thing about artists is they can take someone else's story mm-hmm. and, write about it and create an emotion out of it and i think that's what i love the most is it is a lot of fun to write about other people but as i got older and i started to experience my own life experiences and i was going on first dates and i was getting hurt by friends or i got bullied in high school i mean my songs got really sad for a while but there's nothing like more important than getting out there and experiencing life for yourself because You just can't write about other people's stories all the
0: time. If you haven't lived through that experience, it is so much harder for you to get a full grasp on, like, on the emotions and on the feelings and on what you've experienced. Um, Yeah, I've done, like, all the time I'm journaling and reflecting, did it kind of, started journaling as a, a way to kind of get my mental health in a better place, but then as I started doing it for so many weeks, I was like, oh, like I can't go to bed at night now without like journaling and reflecting on like my emotions. Um, of course, as I got in a better mental state, like the two pages became maybe like one page or half a page <laughs> a day. Um, but still, like even now, like to day, like I, it's been, I think it's almost been actually exactly a year since I started daily journaling. Um, awesome. And it's been a great way for me to like, look back and keep track, not look back to like, the bad time because i don't necessarily want to like go relive the emotions that i wrote but still like having that way to keep track and really reflect i think is like so healthy and even now like i recommend it like so many people like journal like even if you can't do it daily just like if you have something on your mind just start writing it down and just that like release of maybe not even like songwriting but just release of Getting your thoughts down like on paper, I find it's just like a way for me to like check off that box and like throw yeah. it down somewhere else versus like, you know, throwing it up here and keeping it in the back on the back burner to simmer Um <laughs> is just like, it's so much better. And I think healthier, obviously, like it's hard, Um but I think like it's, but it, it's
1: important and it helps to get it out. I have noticed that like anytime I feel really stuck and like I have nothing to write about, mm-hmm. it's because like. I don't have any type of inspiration, so I need yeah. to go out, I need to do something, I need to experience things. And every time I've had writer's block, I just give myself a little time off, and then you you end up having all these things yeah. hit you. At, it, it's, it's really cool. Songwriting is a hard thing to navigate, but I think the best part about it is a lot like an English class. There's no right or wrong. Mm-hmm. It's just what you feel.
0: So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So how has your music really reflected your current place in life now? I know you said you're from Boca Raton, um, and you came up here in March, right? April. April, yeah, and kind of haven't haven't gone back. (laughs) So talk to me just about, tell me about, like, you know, that experience, that thought process, um, and has it, you know, has it changed kind of what you're doing now for music?
1: Um, It hasn't really changed. The, that's the nice thing about music is I want to eventually tour. Mm-hmm. So like being somewhere different all the time is part yeah, of the job. Yeah, that's true. And, um, and being
0: flexible with that too. Yeah,
1: and mm-hmm. um, just I have my guitar. Uh, the only thing I didn't bring was my piano. so that's Yeah, that be might matter. be hard to get through the airport. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, But yeah, I have my guitar and I can basically do music from anywhere. The great thing about being up here is that I met... An incredible engineer, actually, through your dad. Yep, yep. <laughs> and um, I, we've been working on my music, and I think it is the first time I have found somebody in the engineer world, in the production world, that gets me and gets That's what someone. I'm going for. Yeah. And at first, when we came here and um, we ended up staying longer than intended, I was kind of confused. Mm-hmm. And you know, it was like this, my family's in Florida, but the coronavirus is so bad. If I yeah. went back, I can't play gigs because it's not safe. Mm-hmm. But here it's a lot more controlled, like people are wearing masks. And so when we decided to stay, part of me was like, Ugh, but like, why am I in Vermont? Like yeah. out of all places. And then when I met Andre, the engineer I'm working with, I have like this saying that everything happens for a reason, even if you don't see the reason until much later. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think that's part of the reason I ended up in Vermont a lot longer than I planned on it. It was to Mm -hmm. meet Andre and finally be like, wow, I can finish these songs and feel good about them. So I'm really excited. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think like, um, you know, like meeting you and stuff like I've known Brady for so long um, and known like people around you, but I think like having that opportunity now and here like now you've established this as like a network too for the for the future and obviously like florida and vermont are totally different too so now you have two different places where you can really like have that opportunity and you've seen like a different lifestyle and um like you mentioned like going on tour and really traveling and having that flexibility um which i struggle with hence why i'm still here after how many years um (laughs) but like having that experience I think is is really important.
1: Yeah, too, I, I think it sure. has changed a lot. I've never lived anywhere besides Florida, so literally I went across the whole country. Yeah. Um, and so I've been loving it here. It's just a totally different atmosphere. And I think quarantine in general has given artists a lot of time to just focus on their writing and their yeah. music because they're not touring they can't do meet and greets they can't do all this stuff mm-hmm. so we've just really been all grinding in the yeah. studio
0: what else is there to do besides like hunker down an office space or yeah. like your house and just like grind <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> yeah so. i feel that too yeah 100 percent. i know i've almost like i was talking to actually my mom about this and i was like you know there's i feel like there's either like there's a total like night and day side of quarantine people who are like you know struggling with lack of purpose from work and lack of motivation because like the total schedule change, the total lack of routine is now really changing things up. Um, And then there's people who are like, no, I'm actually like doing well. Like I'm got this opportunity now to focus on totally different things, um, whether that's more like just self care or like changing the routine that needed to happen anyway. Like I'm finding still that because there's these restrictions on other things now, I'm like, oh, like I actually have so much purpose and passion now for like sitting at my laptop and doing work that I wanna do um, and that's not seen as weird because we're all just sitting and working all day anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> not talking to people. So yeah, it's just interesting that like when we've been in kind of this COVID lifestyle now for like more than six months, really the new routines and the new lifestyles that are coming out of that. I think just like talking with people about that is really fascinating yes. since, you know, we're going to be here for a while, I think. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's really interesting. What are your, what are your future goals? Where do you want to be? I know You've you've kind of mentioned a little bit now. We've been we've been talking, but where do you? The typical question of where do you see yourself in like February? <laughs> oh um, but what's your what's your dream? You know, dream place to be at.
1: With music, I think my biggest dream, like my mission statement in a sense, is I never want to be. It's not about how good I can be at what I do. It's about how much good I can do with yeah. what I do, and that's something I really um, always remind myself and always want to keep like as the forefront of my career because people can get really lost in the music world. um, When people really start praising you and idolizing you. Mm -hmm. You know, it's hard not to let it get to your head. My goal is just, I want people to love my music and to feel something from my music. It's not even really about me. Like if they like me, that's cool. But um, (laughs) I want people when they're sad, to have a song of mine that they can go to and not feel alone when they listen to it and they can mm-hmm. put their headphones on and feel like okay somebody out there gets it yeah. and or if they're happy like i would love my song to be like the soundtrack of someone's summer like you know like one oh, of yeah. my songs come on they're like remember that day we were driving in the car down yeah. by the beach and yeah. <laughs> we are screaming in the song with the windows <laughs> that would be so yeah. cool if somebody did that like and
0: eliciting that feeling like yeah. we all have those summer songs especially if you look back like early mid 2000s and you're like, oh my gosh, when that song came out, it was the song of the summer and people know and it like triggers that feeling. Like
1: I would love for a couple to be like, I want this to be our first So Dance song. Oh my gosh. You know, I just want my songs to be a part (laughs) of people's life and their memories and things that either make them feel like not alone or make them feel understood or happy. Mm -hmm. And so, I don't know. That's my future goal is just to impact people.
0: Yeah. And tour would be
1: cool too. I'd love to go on tour. That's like playing a stadium would be pretty freaking
0: cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My anxiety, but bless. <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: no, I would probably be so yeah.
0: anxious. But... <laughs> no, you would do great, I'm sure. Um, so kind of lastly, what would you say to an aspiring young person who wants to go into this or follow this similar path? Or what advice, what techniques would you give them from you looking back? Like, what would you do differently?
1: Just do it. Don't listen to the voice in your head or other people telling you that it's not realistic. You need to have a backup plan. If you have a plan B, that is taking away from your plan A. Um, I Girl, did yes. go to school, <laughs> but you don't have to go to school. You, if you're going to choose this path of art, you need to 100% commit yourself to it. You can't put yourself in 50% and expect results. It has to be a part of your every daily routine in your life, you have to be 100% committed. You have to be your biggest cheerleader. There are days when no one's gonna tell you you're good, no one's gonna comment on your videos. And I always say to myself, if I'm not a fan of myself, why would anybody else wanna be? Yeah. So that's all I can say is, too. You, yeah, you have to be mm-hmm. your biggest cheerleader, but it's so hard because I am my biggest critic. I am my worst critic. Oh my gosh, we all are. There's are so many yeah. things that I don't do because I psych myself out and I second guess myself. And then when I finally do them, I'm like, why didn't I do this weeks <laughs> yes. ago? So that's my biggest advice is build your confidence, try if you fail, try again. Failing doesn't mean you're not capable. Failing means you mm-hmm. have to find another way to do it. And yeah, that's my advice.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And like adapting to that, like growth mindset versus like, you know, a fixed mindset. And they, they talk about this in like academic world, you know, and then tutoring as well, like having a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset, growth mindset of looking like, you know, if I'm failing, like, what can I learn from that? Like, how yeah. am I, how am I getting better? uh what can i what can i do to push myself forward versus like i'm stuck here in this you know like in this kind of vacuum that doesn't that doesn't take in extra things from the outside world so really just having that mindset of like i'm here to grow i'm here to learn and again like what you said like if you're not 110% committed like that plan b plan is only going to drag down that plan a plan yeah. so it's just Yeah, I totally agree with that mindset 100%. Well, thank you.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) I mean, that perfectionism just... Go at it. Commit.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but don't beat yourself up because (laughs) yeah, grace.
0: Extend grace is really important, especially right now.
1: Exactly, and that's the thing about art. Like it's it's never going to be perfect, and the music world is really moving into this whole like auto tune perfectionism. Yes. Atmosphere, and that's why I like classic rock so much because I Mm -hmm. love all of like the natural inflections of the voice. Yeah, makes
0: it more real too. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and that's
1: what you want. That's why people used to listen to music. That's why music was has been so big, one of the biggest things in the Mm -hmm. world like since forever. So um, I think just one of the other things I would say is don't compare yourself. Because if you're trying to be like somebody else, there's already a Taylor Swift. There's already a Dua Lipa. Why would they hire somebody that's exactly like that? Why would they choose somebody like that? You want to bring to the table what nobody else has brought to the table, and you can because you're unique. There's nobody like you yeah so you just have to find what makes you unique and run with it as fast as you can
0: so being in Vermont, you've had the opportunity to join the evolve Awards and we had our first annual evolve awards recently uh, you won in the music category, so share about the piece that you submitted and how that went that process what did, what was your what was your experience with that so
1: um I was in Nashville and it was my first time ever. um, And I walked into Tin Roof and somebody was like, Hey, do you want to sing? And I was like, Yes. "Yes." And so (laughs) they let me sing. And um, I was with Brady and he had his camera and he shot it. And I never thought I would do anything with the video. So I decided to put it on YouTube. And then when the Evolve Awards came around, I was like, You know what? I'll just like, submit it for fun. Like I I honestly was floored when I won. I was yeah. so, I felt so embarrassed. Oh,
0: don't be, we? um, it's well deserving.
1: Thank you, but um, it was just exciting for, like in that moment when that video was shot, I was just doing what I like to do and what I love to do. Mm-hmm. Never did I think I was gonna win anything from it or gain anything from it. Yeah. And so when I had the opportunity to share it, I was like, yeah, why not? Like. Just for fun, and that's what I love about you guys and Evolve and what they're doing is it creates an atmosphere for people to share their work, and it's for anyone. Like you don't have to be doing this for a long time or an incredible professional. Like it's for a beginner all the way to an expert, and it's a great community where you can share this stuff. And not only are you gonna get like praise and applause but you're going to get feedback on how it's going to grow you like we were talking yeah. about growth and I think it's really important to have a community like that that isn't always yesing you or patting you on the back I think it's great to have people behind you that are going to check you and be like no you need to work on this or no mm-hmm. this is what helpful helpful critique yeah like yeah. constructive criticism mm-hmm. and I think um for you guys to join the evolve community it's going to impact you in a lot of ways i wish i would have had a community like this around me when i was young and starting out because it can be a really lonely road when you have yeah, tons of people saying in your ear that it's unrealistic so the doubters
0: yeah it is and you <laughs> yeah know,
1: especially the adults like you need to go to school you need to get a you need a college education yeah. you
0: need this degree yeah but
1: you don't in this world mm-hmm. anymore you i know tons of people with degrees and they don't have jobs and so um yeah i think that evolve is an incredible organization and what you guys do is really great so i was honored to be a part of the first ceremony and to be a yeah. winner that was really cool well,
0: we loved your work and we just absolutely loved doing it obviously um first annual so hoping to do it again next year and really you know even take Submit. what we learned and do it to the next level yeah so where can people find you? What's, what's the uh, best platform to reach you?
1: Um, so I have Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. Uh, Facebook is kind of a dying platform. I really have that for my mom and her friends. But um, (laughs) if you wanna reach out to me on Instagram or YouTube, share any of your work with me, I would love to give you constructive criticism and I would love to just help you grow as an artist and a creator. My DMs are always open on Instagram. And um, yeah, I would just love to connect and support each other um it's sarah and music sarah without the h and without the e (laughs) music the way it's spelled so yeah you should be able to find me on there
0: sarah thank you so much for being here and having this conversation i would love to just really dive in even more with you um so hoping that this is just the start of one of many great conversations (laughs) that would be awesome so yeah if you would like to Check out more, get involved, visit evolve-network.com. Check us out on Facebook, on Instagram. We would love to connect with you and join this community f- and hear more from amazing people like Sarah. We would love to have you.
1: Join. <laughs> 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 it just,
0: I don't know what I was gonna say. Diet! <laughs> so, um, Okay. Bring it home. That was awesome. Okay.